Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number one of the Fitness and Food Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Corrine Repnick, and I am so excited you are here with me today. Today, I am going to share the five core principles, the basics you need to know and implement to create a healthy and active body and lifestyle that you love and enjoy now and as you get older. Welcome to the Fitness and Food Made Simple podcast, a podcast to help simplify fitness and nutrition for the busy mom. Do you struggle to exercise and eat healthy consistently? Do you want to feel more comfortable and confident in your clothes, swimsuit, and body? Do you wish there was a way to see and feel results without excessive exercise routines or restrictive diets? If you are looking for a simple and effective approach to fitness and nutrition that removes the overwhelm, delivers sustainable results, and can be implemented into your busy daily life, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Kareen Repnick, health and fitness coach, stay-at-home working mom of two, and wife to a fire captain. And I know how hard it feels to make health and fitness a priority while working from home, being the default parent, and juggling all the other roles we play as moms. But I want you to know, even when juggling all the things, it is possible to make your health and fitness a priority, to exercise and eat healthy consistently, and get sustainable results. Want to know how to do it? Go grab your water and let's get to it. No matter what your health goals are, the five principles I'm going to share with you today are the basics that you need to focus on every week to see and feel lasting results. As a health and fitness coach, I'm here to help you make healthy habit and mindset changes that you can realistically sustain long-term. So just because I'm sharing all of these with you today, Know that I don't expect you to implement them all perfectly this week or next week or even next month. Lasting habit change and mindset shifts take time. They take consistency, persistency, and a lot of patience. It's the steady progress made over time that will provide you with lasting results that you can realistically sustain. And that is what my coaching services and programs teach you and show you how to do. Also know that I'm here to support you throughout your lifelong health journey so you don't get discouraged or at least to help you show up even if you do get discouraged because there will be plateaus, setbacks, roadblocks, and other life circumstances that get in the way and you will have to choose whether you're going to work through them and keep going or whether you're going to let them get in your way and stop you from making progress. Before we dive into the five principles, I want to remind you that living a healthy lifestyle is not about looking perfect or having the perfect body or being the perfect weight or looking like your neighbor or trying to look like that fitness influencer on Instagram. It's about being able to live a life you fully enjoy, doing the activities you love and feeling your best while doing it. Whatever that looks and feels like for you. All right. Let's dive into the five core guiding principles, the basics to a healthy and active lifestyle and body. Principle number one, always be hydrating. Staying hydrated is one of the best and cheapest ways to improve your health, get results, and overall take care of your body. More than half of your body is made of water and water is essential for every single cell in your body to function at its best and highest level. Water helps increase your energy levels, it promotes weight loss, it flushes out toxins, it improves the quality of your skin, it can improve digestion, and it can relieve joint pain, along with many other benefits. So if you want your body to function as best it can, 
so you can function as best you can, start with drinking water all day, every day. And if you only have the capacity to implement one healthy habit right now, and you aren't already drinking water every day, this is a great habit to start with. Now, how much water should you be drinking? A good guideline is to drink at least half of your body weight in ounces of water every day, and more if you are exercising or in the heat and sweating. Example, if you weigh 160 pounds, you're going to want to aim for drinking at least 80 ounces of water every day. Now, if this number feels really hard or really high for you, you don't have to start that off right away. Start with a lower goal. Maybe start with 60 ounces of water a day or 50 ounces, whatever feels doable to you. And then you just work your way up a little bit every week until you hit that recommended guideline. All right, principle number two, movement matters. Your body was created and built to move and move a lot. And it is so important we intentionally move in ways that will benefit our body now and in the future as we get older. And there are so many amazing benefits to moving our body every day. Here are just some of them. They help increase your daily energy levels. It can help improve your quality of sleep. It can improve your mental health and your mood. It can help improve your memory and your brain function and your focus. It can help reduce the feelings of anxiety and depression. It can also improve your overall mobility, your flexibility, your strength, your balance. And it helps you build muscle and bone strength, all of which is extremely important now and as we get older. When it comes to movement, there are two types of movement that will have the greatest benefit to your overall health and fitness. The first type of movement is weekly exercise. This is any intentional activity requiring physical effort with the purpose to sustain or improve your health and fitness. This is workouts or activities that you intentionally plan in your week, knowing they are beneficial to your body and will improve your heart rate, build muscle, maybe improve mobility, make you sweat, those kind of activities. The second type of movement is NEAT, N-E-A-T, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is any activity and movement you do outside of your intentional exercise or workouts. I like to call this daily movement. This can look like walking, getting your daily steps in, vacuuming, yard work, gardening, biking to work, taking little movement breaks from your desk, playing soccer with your kids, yoga or stretching in the morning or before bed, or any other form of movement throughout the day that is not actually an intentional workout. Both types of movement are extremely important pieces to living an active and healthy life, and both when done consistently every week will make a positive and lasting impact to your body composition, your health, your fitness, and your overall wellness. Now, what should this look like every week? The guideline, start moving more however you can, whether that is with weekly exercise or daily movement. If you aren't already focusing on these, don't feel like you have to start implementing both of them right now. Pick one or do a little bit of both. Maybe do one or two workouts this week and be intentional to move your body on three of the other days this week. Then work your way up over time. I will always encourage you to start small and build from there because it's easier to keep going and showing up when it doesn't feel overwhelming. One workout a week might be all you feel you have time for right now, and that will make it doable and manageable so you actually show up. 
It's when we tell ourselves we're going to start working out five days a week that it often becomes overwhelming and way too much too soon. And we end up getting discouraged and giving up and stopping. And I don't want that for you. If you don't want this either, you can subscribe to my podcast and listen to my weekly episodes where I will dive into movement in more details over time. And if you are ready to start exercising consistently now and want to know what workouts to do or how to create a weekly workout goal and a plan that you can implement in your busy daily life or how to see and feel sustainable results, I will coach you through all of this in my Simplify Fitness for Life program. If you are interested, you can find the link in the show notes. Now, if you remember only one thing from this podcast episode, please remember this. Taking one action in the right direction, no matter how small, is always better than taking no action at all. Doing one workout in a week is better than no workouts in a week. Taking 3,000 steps a day is better than taking no steps during the day. Drinking 60 ounces of water in a day is better than drinking no water during the day. And eating some vegetables in the day is better than not eating any vegetables in the day. This leads me to principle number three. Simple nutrition is where it's at. If you want to see changes to your body composition, your energy levels, your skin clarity, bloating, sleep, and any other area of your health and fitness, nutrition is a key player. Nutrition impacts every area of your overall body's health and function, which can impact every area of your life. Here are just some of the ways that nutrition can impact you, either positively or negatively, on a daily basis. Your ability to focus, your strength, your energy levels, your sleep quality, your gut health, your digestion, your cravings, your memory, your motivation, your mindset, your coordination, your stress levels, anxiety, and many more. Nutrition can also impact your fitness performance, your body recovery and repair, and your ability to see results from all your workouts and daily movement. So when it comes to nutrition, the goal is to keep it as simple as possible to make it easier for you to implement into your daily life with minimal overwhelm. Because I know that the more complicated you make it, the harder it will be to implement consistently and stick with long-term. So what does this look like every day? I encourage you to start off with a protein-packed breakfast. Eat a protein source at every meal. Eat veggies as much as you can throughout the day. Enjoy some fruit and complex or fiber-filled carbs throughout the day. And make sure you are getting a little bit of healthy fats throughout the day as well. If you are hearing this and you still don't know what to do with the guidelines I just gave you, you're going to want to join my Simplify Nutrition for Life program where we dive deep into nutrition, the food groups, what to eat at each meal, how to implement it into your daily life, how to not make it overwhelming or overcomplicate it because I think we do that so easily and it really is just a simple process. We don't need to make it more complicated than it is. And I want to help you eat healthy consistently without it feeling overwhelming and without it becoming an obsession. I want you to enjoy healthy foods and still enjoy a brownie and a glass of wine with your girlfriends or a bowl of ice cream on your birthday or pizza night or going out to eat without obsessing about counting calories. Trust me, it can be done, but it might take some time as you have to shift your mindset around food, nutrition, diet culture, 
and work to create realistic, healthy habits you can sustain. A healthy lifestyle is not an extreme lifestyle. You don't have to cut out all the sugar. You don't have to go on a strict diet. You don't need to cut out entire food groups, unless of course your doctor is telling you to. You don't even need to count calories. And you don't have to cut out your favorite foods and drinks to live a healthy lifestyle. Living a healthy lifestyle is not about being perfect or having perfect nutrition 100% of the time. It is about choosing to live a healthy lifestyle and making healthier choices more often than not. Just like with movement, I encourage you to start small with your nutrition and add in healthier foods over time. Don't try to do a complete overhaul this week. Think of every healthier choice you make every day as a little win and just keep going from there. Starting small can look like packing some vegetables with your lunch tomorrow. Maybe starting your day off with a protein-packed breakfast. Maybe it's saying no to your nightly ice cream tonight, knowing that you can enjoy it tomorrow night. Maybe it's choosing to do a sparkling water instead of a soda. Maybe it's eating more fruit or a fruit with your breakfast. Maybe it's deciding to cook a meal at home instead of going out to eat. I encourage you to pick one thing that you can do today or this week and give it a try and see how it goes. You can always adjust, you can always add on to it, and you can always change it. Now, when it comes to nutrition, for many of us, we might know what is considered healthy food, but it's our habits, our mindset, our cravings, our emotions, our traditions that might make it harder and more complicated to implement healthy eating every day. Or maybe you struggle with the infamous what's for dinner question that many of us moms struggle with at the end of every day. Am I right? Am I right? Or is that just me? I will touch on all these topics in the podcast over time. But as I mentioned earlier, if you are ready to tackle your nutrition now, I will dive deep, showing you how to implement nutrition into your daily life in my Simplified Nutrition for Life program. So if you are ready to learn how to work through nutrition roadblocks, how to eat healthy consistently even when you're busy, what to eat at what meals, how to meal plan in a way that you can actually do consistently, and how to get sustainable results, you can go sign up and save your spot in my program You can find the sign up on my website or uh, in the link in my show notes. Now for principle number four, you must sleep to peak. This podcast will focus mainly on nutrition and fitness, but I can't ignore the importance of sleep for optimal health and wellness. All five of these principles that I'm talking about today are connected and work together to provide you with optimal health and wellness so that you feel your best every day. Lack of sleep is associated with a long list of issues. So even if you're eating healthy or exercising, if you're not getting good sleep, that could still impact your health and how you're feeling and functioning every day. Lack of sleep is connected with impaired memory, slowed speech, lack of ambition, imbalanced hormones, more cravings, overeating, and many more health issues. Did you know that getting only five hours of sleep 
can reduce your rate of fat loss by more than half. Even though it looks and feels like you're doing nothing when you're sleeping, your body is actually very busy recovering, repairing, and resetting for tomorrow. Getting enough sleep is vital for your health, your wellness, and your daily performance. When you don't get the sleep your body needs and when you're overtired, your hormones can get thrown into disarray, leading to excess hunger, increased cravings and fat storage, and it can make you less patient as a parent or struggling to stay focused at work. Have you experienced this before? I definitely have when I don't get enough sleep. If you work out and want to see muscle gain, your muscles also need sleep so that they can repair after your workout, which is key for how you build muscle over time. So what is the guideline for sleep? It is recommended that you get at least seven hours of sleep every night. But if you can get seven to eight hours, that's even better. Now, if you aren't already getting seven hours of sleep every night, is there something that you can do differently to work towards seven plus hours of sleep? Now, I do want to say if you are a mom with baby or littles at home, I see you. You are in a season of life where you may not be getting a full night of sleep. You probably are not getting a full night of sleep. And you may be having a hard time even getting close to seven hours total split up into sections over the night. I see you and I feel you. I've been there. You have to remind yourself that you are in a season. It will pass. And all you can do is show up as best you can right now in this season. And that goes for any season of life and for all the principles. You will go through many different seasons of life. Some busier than others. Some harder than others. Some where you are getting less sleep than others. You might go through a season where you can't exercise because of an injury or a health issue. A season where you're dealing with a family hardship that takes the majority of your emotional, physical, and mental capacity. You might be going through an extremely busy work season because of a project or a transition that's going on at work. Whatever season you are in, staying focused on the five key principles and showing up as best you can in each of the areas is what is important. It's not about showing up perfectly. And you don't have to show up perfectly to feel and see the benefits that come from these five principles. That's the good news. All right. And this leads me to the last principle. Principle number five, self-care is the best care for stress management. We all experience stress from time to time. And as I talked about earlier, we all face different seasons of life, some more stressful than others. Stress is actually normal. And it's not always a bad thing. It's the chronic stress that will start to wreak havoc on our bodies and our health. And if left unattended to, can cause major health issues and problems and can negatively impact your health and every area of your life. Chronic stress is what you want to try and avoid. And this is why regular self-care practices are so important for managing stress and improving and maintaining your overall health and wellness. Now, There are a lot of different ideas and definitions of what self-care means. So let me clarify the definition that I'm talking about today. Self-care. The practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health, and especially during times of stress. Did you already put together that the first four principles are all forms of self-care and are all ways to help manage stress and stressful seasons? Staying hydrated 
exercising and moving your body regularly, eating healthy, and sleep all improve your ability to cope with and relieve stress. So if you are in a stressful season, start focusing on these if you aren't already. But have you also noticed that sometimes when we are in a stressful season, instead of turning to these healthier options, we choose the less healthy option. We may stay up later at night. We might watch more TV. We might snack more. We might eat more comfort foods. We decide not to do the workout. We might drink more alcohol. Have you experienced any of these before? I definitely have. If you are in a stressful season and you want help minimizing the stress, I encourage you to pick one of the four principles I already mentioned and start to slowly implement it into your days and your weeks. Just start with one, start small by taking one action at a time. In addition to the four already mentioned, there are other forms of self-care that can also be beneficial, including spending quality time with friends or family that make you laugh and feel good, breathing techniques, prayer, meditation, journaling, nature bathing, and if needed, counseling, therapy, or medical assistance. There are all kinds of self-care. The important thing is you figure out what works best for you in this season, knowing it might change from season to season. What works for you in this season may not work for you in the next, and that's okay. Now that you know the five core principles you need to focus on to create a healthy and active body and lifestyle you love, I want you to think about one area you are going to focus on this week. Let's review the five. Number one, always be hydrating. Drink that water. Number two, movement matters. This includes weekly exercise and daily movement. Number three, simple nutrition is where it's at. Keep it as simple as possible. Vegetables, fruit, protein, healthy fats, complex carbs. Number four, you must sleep to peak. We need to be getting at least seven hours of sleep to feel our best. And last but not least, number five, self-care is the best care for stress management. Now that you know the five core principles, I really encourage you to pick just one that you can focus on this week. Remember to start small because we can always build on it over time. And if you are looking for any additional coaching support or help or guidance for me, please check out my fitness and nutrition programs and my free resources, which you can find the links to in my episode notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, learn something new or feel encouraged to take action on your fitness and nutrition journey, Please subscribe to the show to receive my weekly episodes and leave a five-star review so other moms can find and benefit from my show too. And if you know other moms or women who might enjoy this specific episode, please share it with them so more women can learn to simplify fitness and nutrition for sustainable results while juggling all the things. Now, if you are ready to make your fitness and nutrition a priority and want my coaching support so you know exactly what to do and how to get sustainable results, you can visit my website at leavenworthhealth.com or click on the links in the episode or show description for free resources, access to my Facebook group, and to learn more about and sign up for my fitness and nutrition coaching programs. Thanks again and enjoy your day.